Hey, this is the Bud Man, and you're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Now to our studio and your host, local real estate expert and my friend, Laura Peterson. Hello, everybody. And with me this morning is Sandy Thompson from Equitable Title. Welcome, Sandy. Thank you, Laura. Thank you for having me. Of course. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So we're... um, We start out the show always talking about the stats, and last week, which should have been a huge week, um, had only 293 homes sell, but it had actually um, 479 this last week, but the week before was the 293, and that was the end of the month, and obviously that's when Ian decided to make uh, a a little pass coming through, and as a result of that, it really delays the closings. Yeah, so uh, most of the lenders stalled the closings or postponed them because they have to do an inspection on the properties to make sure there was no damage. So it will eventually close. It just not, didn't get to close last week. Yeah. And um, so that's really a big thing. And the basically the bottom line is that there were 293 that probably got it in on Monday and Tuesday before the storm hit. But really, you know, you're taking a big risk because who wants to buy a property the day before a hurricane is coming through when there is the very strong possibility that there could be some damage? Absolutely. So we do get a lot of cash closings in our area of town. So some of the people that closed were cash buyers. And of course, they, that's a big risk for them. Yeah. No, it definitely is. And when you come along to it, so that the thing is, is that the other thing that we were talking about before we got on the show is that the other thing that kind of delays the closings as well is that if somebody does have damage, then they are waiting for insurance proceeds as well. Right. So, and unfortunately, the insurance companies now have a lot of claims and they have to process all them. So that would probably be delayed even further. Yeah. So these numbers, uh, last week we told you were definitely skewed, and this week they're not as skewed because 479 isn't a bad number of houses that sell, and then we had another 156 condos and townhouses that sold last week. Mm -hmm. So the numbers really aren't too bad overall. The median price of a single-family home in the four counties, which is Orange, Osceola, Seminole, and uh, lake basically was 415,000. So that's really kind of staying on hanging on its own. The single family inventory decreased by 66. First time we've had a decrease in several months, um, which leaves us with 4,948 homes on the market and roughly a 2.38 months of inventory. So, um, and that's overall, but when you're looking in the lower price ranges under 400,000, we're less than two months. And then when you go over 400,000, we're over two months and over a million, we're at 3.53 and, uh, an average market is really about six months. So we're still definitely in a buyer's in a seller's market, but not as much. And then when you're looking at the amount of basically what it's selling to asking price is that they're selling on average now at 97.55 and all of them are under that 100%. So there are sellers costs, which I'm sure you're finding again that sellers are contributing to closing costs and everything again. Yes, they are. Because before it was just the opposite. Yeah. Because it, of the, they had a lot of contracts that were, they were uh, getting 
10 and 15 contracts on one listing so they the seller had the advantage didn't have to pay anything but yeah unfortunately changed if you're the seller <laughs> <laughs> it has and so the prices haven't gone down but maybe the uh, amount going into the seller's pocket has because of the amount of closing costs and that kind of thing that they're paying that are going towards the buyer's side right and you know it's like you can say i, I mean i run into some sellers that well i'm not going to pay that and all of that kind of stuff and it's okay but you can wait for another buyer or you can take this one and and move ahead and you're probably going to end up with about the same amount in your pocket. So that's something that doesn't, you know, show up on this thing right here. So like I said, um, 156 condos, townhouses and villas sold last week. It was 96 the week before, which was the hurricane week. And um, the median price of that was 256.5. So when you're looking at 256.5 versus 415, if you're a little bit budget challenged and stuff like that, then obviously you would want to go with the, um, you know, with a condo or so. And even though the fees might be higher on a monthly basis, it still is going to cost you less per month in going that route. And the inventory um, increased there by 20, so it's at 16.52. And they're sitting at 2.44 months of inventory on average, which um, 2.38 it was for the single-family homes. For So pretty close. And um, the amount of price to asking asking price to sale was 97.71 and it was 97.55 for single family homes so pretty similar yes uh-huh. across the board so if you're just joining us you're listening to news radio wfla orlando i'm your host laura peterson your home sold guaranteed realty this is central florida real estate radio with you every sunday at 8 a.m joining me today is sandy thompson from equitable title and remember if you want to reach us you can just call 407-566-2555 and actually if you want to reach sandy um, her number is 407-566-0776. So um, basically, you know, we're still dealing with the aftermath of Ian a couple right. of weeks later and everything. And people always wonder what's going to happen to the market afterwards. And usually prices go up amazingly so after a hurricane comes through. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. So um, I don't know what it is. I think that some of it is that people are in their house that they've been in and then and then they're like, well, this isn't necessarily where I want to be for the next hurricane. So the prices go up very similar to the pandemic that when, you know, when people are kind of um, when the shelves run out at the grocery store, it seems like after whatever is going on, that the prices go up. Right. And so that's why it was kind of easy to predict the pandemic was going to do that because it's the same thing happens with the hurricane. So they probably are. Um, I think that um, that there are probably some people that live on the coast that are like, I don't want to deal with this. I still like Florida, but I want to get a little bit further in and not have to deal with as many problems right. as they dealt with there. And yeah. so I think that Central Florida will have definitely a positive you know, feel from that. And the biggest thing that I think that people are looking at today too, is that they're looking about, um, you know, the flood insurance and everything is something that we don't necessarily see a lot of people get flood insurance in central Florida, but I think that the numbers of that will go up tremendously. Right. Because unless they were in a flood zone, they're not required to get it by the lender. 
But I have had individuals go ahead and buy it anyway because they don't want to take the chance. Right. And apparently this hurricane has proved that because there's areas that hadn't flooded in 100 years. Right. That's now flooded. And right. And so, unfortunately, they didn't get the flood insurance. Yeah. And so I think that um, everybody should at least look at it. And it is pretty minimal when you get it when mm-hmm. you aren't in a flood zone. Right, right. If you're on the coast, that's another story. But if you're in London and you want it, it's usually not that expensive. Right. So it just makes sense to at least look at it. And for a hundred or two or whatever a year, Mm -hmm. it might be something that can really, you know, make a difference in everything for you and your family. And if you don't have flood insurance, can you get help? And the answer is yes. And basically it is through um, FEMA. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all most of the counties around here have been named disaster zones. So you can, all you have to do is go ahead and apply with FEMA and you can definitely um, probably be taken care of that way. And you can go online to disasterassistance.gov and do that is probably your e- easiest way to do it. They actually have a FEMA app. And I think that, you know, there is a number that you can call, but I'm sure that's flooded. So probably your best way to go <laughs> is to just go ahead and, uh, um, you know, do it is to go online to disasterassistance.gov. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend, Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. With me this morning is Sandy Thompson from Equitable Title. Welcome back, Sandy. Thank you, Laura. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So everybody's talking about interest rates and how they're higher and, you know, can I afford this house or what can I do and everything. And, you know, the good news is if you do buy a house now and the interest rates are higher and they go back down, then you can always refinance and get a lower payment in the future. Right. So that's one thing that you can do. Um, the other thing that that is out there are adjustable rate mortgages. And are you seeing quite a few more of those yep. coming through? We are seeing more of those. Usually it's people that have owned homes before and are comfortable with adjustables so that they can get the lower rate, especially in our area of Florida. There's a lot of people that are here only for two or three years with job transfers. So they know in four or five years they're going to have to move again because they work for a hotel or some sort of business that moves them around a lot. Yeah. So basically, um, you know, if you've got, I've, I've seen, I know my niece got a 10 year arm that, that the rate was locked for 10 years Mm -hmm. and 10 years, you know, I mean, it does go by like in a flash, but at the same time, um, you know, that gives you 10 years to kind of reevaluate and see kind of what's going on. A lot of them are probably fives or threes where Mm -hmm. the, the rate is going to stay what it is for the first three years or the first five years. And then it can adjust after that. So it's not like you're going to get it and then it's going to start adjusting right away. So it does give you some time to do that. Right. And I have not seen any negative adjustables like we used to have back in the uh, 90s and 2000s. So that's a good thing. What was a negative adjustable? It was when your rate was so low that it wasn't the same as the index. And so at some point you could owe more in your house than you borrowed originally. So it was a negative negative adjustable. So when they went to refinance to pay their house off, they owed more than they thought because the rate was 
lower than the actual index that it was tied to. Wow. So basically the way that it works is it's tied to an index, like you said. And so when that index goes up or down, then the rate goes up or down with it. And um, back in the day when they were trying to get anybody in any house possible, and that's Mm -hmm. where we had in 2008 and everything where everything hit the bottom was, like you said, probably those negative adjustables were all over the place. Right. Where, peop- where the market was going down, first of all, and then second of all, people um, owed more than what they bought it for originally, which would not be a good situation. Right. Unfortunately, that was the case. And they put a lot of people in with just stated income where they didn't even verify that they earned the amount of money they claimed to have earned. Yeah. So some people got in and didn't even realize it because their person that was taking their loan kind of fudged the numbers. So that's an unfortunate mistake. And so that's why there's a lot more regulations on loan officers and everything today than there was back then as well. There's quite a bit more regulation when it comes into that. And that's where, you know, all of those products kind of went away. There are some of those products that are around now, but um, I haven't seen too much stated, but there is the bank statement one that if you don't, you know, like for a lot of um, self-employed people that works really well. Right. Yeah, and that kind of thing. And the uh, tax returns. Yeah. To get their income. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, I know that you know too, Sandy, because you did a lot of the stuff back in the day, but the files for the loans used to be, you know, like minimal. Right. And now it's like they're... like a book. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like you can't avoid the trees. It's like, you know, it's Mm -hmm. like they need them for that type of... It's a big purchase. And so everything has to be along the way way that it should be and everything. So you can't avoid it. Right. But adjustable rates are not necessarily bad if you know what all the ins and outs of them are. And I think that that's what the important thing is for people to see, you know, it's like, so comparing apples to apples, okay, my payment's going to be this, or it's going to be that. And, um, you know, another thing that I saw an article on this week is on temporary rate buy downs that can help lower payments, which, you know, to me, that's almost worse than an adjustable rate because you know that the rate is going to go up after two years. Right. Well, that's true. It does help like the case where we talked about earlier where the seller pays some of your closing cost. Yeah. So if they pay the extra two points or whatever percentage of your loan amount to buy your rate down, that will help you in the beginning. Mm-hmm. It, it, it helps with younger first-time home buyers, be, especially if they're in a, a business like um, maybe they're a first-time, uh, uh, just beginning doctor or lawyer where their, their income their will increase gonna a go lot. Up. Yeah. Yeah, but right now they don't have it. So right. that would help them in that case. Yeah. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. Joining me today is Sandy Thompson from Equitable Title. And remember, if you want to reach us, you can call 407-566-2555 or Sandy's number is similar, 407-566-0776. So, um, Basically, what we were talking about was temporary rate buy downs that can help lower payments. So what this is, is it's like a two year um, buy down. So there are um, points that you can pay on loans to buy down your rate over the whole 30 years. But this is a temporary buy down. Right, right. So it might allow you to qualify for a for a 
bigger home, but you got to realize in two years, could you afford to make the payment right. that will be when it get, when it actually moves up? And I think that you do have to qualify at that higher rate, but mm-hmm. it's like a lot of people they qualify at a higher at a higher price than they want than they buy because they don't want to have all their money tied up in their house. Right. So it's like you want to travel or you want, um, you've got kids that are in college or different things like that, that you want to spend your money on. So you don't want to, you know, do the other thing. So, um, this is talking about, um, buying the rate, this, this article, it was showing buying down a rate and it was on a house that was $600,000. The loan was so, they were buying down the points for thirteen thousand seven forty, and the savings was forty four twenty eight, because it would have cost you eighteen thousand one sixty eight if you would have made those payments in your loan. Oh, okay. Okay, so it did save about forty four hundred dollars in buying down the rate because you didn't have that much of an interest in everything that you had to pay. So just in buying it down, you've got to have a lower payment to begin with. And then the second thing that you're going to have is that you're going to also be able to um, save, you know, 4,400 bucks, which who wouldn't want to do that? I mean, Absolutely. All day long, we'll take that money, right? So I guess that our point is, is that really when you're looking at loans or can you afford a house or whatever, there's a lot of different things to be considered. And so you just have to have the right loan officer that can actually sit down with you and do it. Neither one of us do that. But um, basically, you know, you have to have the right person that can sit down and go through all of your options and then you can make the right decision in what kind of product to go with right based on your lifestyle yeah absolutely so um, adjustable rate mortgages temporary buy downs of rates you know all kinds of different loans and all that kind of stuff that are out there but you know it's like basically I know you're with people at the closing table every day and um, when it comes down to it the joy that people have when they actually are purchasing that house is amazing you absolutely know? especially the first-time home buyers yeah or the older people that never owned a home because maybe they're from New York somewhere where a lot of people just rent and then yeah. they come down they finally got their first home they're so excited about it yeah absolutely and it and it does give that sta- stability and everything that's out there for them that they, um, you know, want. You know that your prices are going to stay the same. And rentals around here are crazy, you know, in my opinion. Absolutely. I mean, so it it's just makes sense for people to go ahead and purchase a home, in my opinion. Right. So we get to see it all the time, and it's a great time for everybody. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407 407- Five six six two five five five. You can find us online at Central Florida Real Estate Radio.com and we'll see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend Laura Peterson. And now here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. With me this morning is Sandy Thompson from Equitable Title. Welcome back, Sandy. Thank you, Laura. To discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So I thought we would just kind of go through, since we have Sandy, who is the title expert, and uh, she has been through more things in title than I'm sure I could even think about. 
<laughs> but um, basically just going through kind of the process. So once a real estate contract is written, then it's given to a title company or an attorney. But a lot of times here, title companies do everything and all that kind of stuff. And you guys are attorney owned, I know as well. Yes, we're our, an attorney owns our company. And in Florida, you can use a title company to do the complete closing. You can also use an attorney and depending on the complexity um, the title company usually can handle it. We have an attorney on staff that owns the company. And then our underwriters, which is who actually issues the title insurance, all have attorneys. So we always have that legal backup if we need it. Um, so like Laura said, typically what happens once the contract is signed, that's when we get involved. The realtor, the buyer, the seller will send us a copy of the contract, and then we get started. I say a lot when I'm speaking to realtors in our meetings that we have that it's similar to a wedding planner with a closing planner because our job is to get everything pulled together to the final consummation, which is the actual closing. So we're dealing with the both sides of the real estate. We're dealing with buyers, sellers. There's a lender involved. We have to deal with the mortgage company, surveyors. We have to pull all of that together to get the complete package that allows us to physically close. We coordinate all that. Yeah, and it's not um, just a simple little thing. I mean, like one lean search and stuff can turn up different things and all that kind of stuff too that you have to do on every file to find out, make sure that there's nothing that exists on the title that you didn't anticipate. Yeah, so now we're, we, we do title searches. That searches to public records. And what we're doing is confirming that your seller is really the owner of the property. There's no other brother, uncle, someone else that may have been in title along the way. It's what we call a chain of title so that we can see that the original lender, the original buyer and sold it to the next person, to the next person. There's no break in what we call the chain of title. We also do what's called a municipal lien search. That's now done on every contract that we do in central florida and that's checking things that the title policy doesn't cover so that's for um if there are uh, outstanding permits that checks utility companies uh different things like that to make sure those things are current and if there's out unfortunately there are a lot of outstanding permits because you would let's say you own a house you get a pool done it looks finished as far as you know the contractor did that got the final paperwork from the county five years later you find out he didn't do the final uh inspection for the county to close the permit and sometimes it's just a matter of getting uh paying a fine and getting that done sometimes you've got to get an actual inspector out there then if the pool company's closed down you got to find someone else so it can be a little time consuming but those are the kinds of things that we find on municipal lien searches those outstanding permits well, and the outstanding permits, like you said, is not something that's been done for, I, I don't know, I think probably in the last five years or even longer, it's been done. But prior to that, so, you know, we just recently sold a house that the permit was open from um, like 1995, I think it was. Oh, goodness. And it wasn't even that owner, mm -hmm. you know, that had, that ha was involved in that. Right. And um, there was something even older than that. So we had to, the best thing to do is obviously to go to whoever the issued the permit and figure out what to do, whether it's a city or whether it's a county, county. or whatever. And, um, you know, because some cities do 
permits as well as the counties. But it, it, you know, it was like crazy of what we had to do because we had to get a contractor that could actually open the permit to, right. you know, to have them do it. And, and it's like, and the seller was, or the buyer was just like, well, we're not closing unless it's done. So right. you have to clean it up. And you just unfortunately have inherited that a lot right. of people have. Yeah, they have. So that's the, the bad part is they inherit this. And, and anything on the lien search typically is not covered under title policies. You cannot turn a claim into the uh, your prior title insurance issuer because it's not covered under your title policy. Yeah. So, And it really, um, you know, I mean, the, the funny thing on that one was is that one of the open permits was a roof. And there was another new roof that had been put on that property since then. Oh. But the previous roof was still open. Open. And I'm like going, you can't just close it because they closed the one after it. They they got rid of the roof, right. Exactly. (laughs) That's right. So what did they do in that case? Well, they did have a contractor that came out and then they looked at it and they're like, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. Joining me today is Sandy Thompson from Equitable Title. And remember, if you want to reach us, you can call 407 566 2555 or you can call 407 566 0776. So, yeah, and the other thing that happened with that permit is actually what we did have to do is that the county was overwhelmed with how many um, requests and stuff that they had so they actually had a program where a, a, a licensed contractor could go out there and check it and then bring their report back to the county oh that's for good. some of the really old stuff and right. that kind of thing so that um, worked out yeah, so that worked out. So um, it was, you know, finding a licensed contractor that had time that was willing to go do it and that kind of thing too. Yeah. But you always run into something but um, when you're doing it. So permits is something that is out there that definitely that we run into. And then, you know, just general little things that you run into on the title, I'm sure, are things yeah. on a daily basis. Yeah, so it's important when you as the seller go to sell your home, whatever you tell the realtor make sure you tell the title company because what we have found sometimes is uh somebody lives in home and they got it from their mother well their mother died they moved in but they didn't actually do anything with like probate so then we have to stop and we have to do that because it has to legally be done through the courts some of it is just a matter of recording death certificate depending on the circumstances someone you have to sometimes you have to do a full probate or for instance i've had some where the ma, uh, the husband and the wife bought the property. The uncle helped them buy it. Well, they f- forgot to mention there's an uncle. So now we have to track him down because legally he's entitled on the property. Even though they owned it, they live in it, they made all the payments, you still have to have the uncle deed out. So right. it's just like little things you, as the homeowner you may not think of because this isn't your business. But if it's uh, anything you know, just tell the title agent so they can be aware of it. And they can check ahead of time to make sure there's no no de- uh, anything that would hold up the closing. 
Well, and and we do that with you all the time. So it's like if we have a house and we're just going, hey, can you check it really quick to make sure Mm -hmm. so that we're kind of ahead of the game? Because sometimes when you get a cash buyer, they want to close right away. Right. And so if we can resolve some of those issues right away, then that just makes more sense that we can go ahead and do that. Absolutely. Yeah, because they all have to be done before closing anyway, Right. Um, because you definitely want to have that clear title when you take over the house. And then it's backed up with title insurance, like you said, that, um, you know, that if there was something that was missed in the chain of title that would be covered by the title insurance. Right. And some things may not be recorded. There could still be a legal document. So if someone comes back later and says, oh, well, I have a deed to this piece of land that's part of this other parcel, they could turn in a claim because in their mind they own that. And they may have legally. And so then the attorneys for the title underwriter will go in and clear it up and figure a way out of that situation. So it's always good to have title insurance, even though some people will say, oh, well, it just came from the builder to me. Well, it's not just the house was built two years ago that was laying sitting there for hundreds of years. So that's yeah. part of the chain. Absolutely. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend, Laura Peterson. And now here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. With me this morning is Sandy Thompson from Equitable Title. Welcome back, Sandy. Thank you, Laura, for having me. So to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So I always like talking to you, Sandy, because you have like a wealth of knowledge, obviously. (laughs) Oh, thank you. (laughs) And um, one of the things that I think that, you know, is common that we run into um, when they are doing the title search is um, like a water softener or um, something else that might be a lien that's on the property that people weren't expecting. Yeah. So when we do a title search, it'll show you open mortgages, but it also shows UCCs. And what that is, is typically you buy a water softener, solar's a big thing nowadays. Those things are fixtures on the property and therefore they file this document, which creates a lien. So they either have to be paid off or the uh, current, the new buyer would have to agree to assume it. Typically, if they assume something, then they'd have to be approved. So all of that needs to be uh, done before we can get to the closing. So if you know of any of those things that you purchased or took over, then you need to let us know ahead of time so we can get on top of it. Well, and I think solar is definitely a really big thing out today. You know, a lot of people, they're, um, they want those electric bills to be done. So they're figuring, hey, let's just get put the solar on the roof and, mm-hmm. and have it done. And I know I met with uh, some people that were selling their property and they had solar. They were the only ones in the neighborhood that did. The house was fairly new, like within two years old. And um, so, and, and they still owed $50,000 on those solar panels and so as a result of that that had to be paid off before they sold it so um you know appraisers kind of come in the middle of that too of how much they're going to give them for having that solar panels on the roof and that kind of thing but that took away um a lot of their proceeds of what they were expecting because that lien did have to be paid off and the new buyer that came in didn't have the 
the um, ratios for the lending that they could go ahead and and, and, and get the and higher price. It. Gotcha. Yeah. So some purchase, like you were saying, they have a loan on the property. Others are leasing their systems. Yeah. So in that case, the borrowers would have to qualify with the lease company to take it over. But you're also qualifying with the mortgage lender to make sure with that payment, could you still qualify? Because that's a debt. Right. So that all comes into play. And unfortunately, those solar systems, they do save you a lot of money, but it's a lot of money up front. Right. Yeah. yeah, I do have um, a house that we have on the market right now, actually, that has them leased. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, this leasing, co- it's 164 a month to lease them. And then they have a $30 uh, electric bill, and that's it. Right. Whereas before, it was 300 and, um And this company is actually um, guaranteeing that if anything happens to the roof, they'll take care of it and all that kind of stuff. So it's a pretty good deal, you know, and and the the way that it's set up is that when they sell the house is that the leasing company said they would take their solar panels off if the new owner didn't want them or they'd be willing to leave them if the new owner did. So it's kind of the best of both worlds in that situation. Right. But you don't run into that very often. No, unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, so I think that it's important that everybody just, you know, knows when you're going into something like that on your house, you know, what the long-term effects are. And these people that I had worked with that, um, they, that they had, put them on and it was less than two years. I think it was only a year that they had them on their house that they still owed 50,000. Um, you know what the, the, the circumstance was is that they had planned on living in that house forever. And then some medical things came up and so Uh they ended up having to sell their house. So, you know, you never know what's going to happen, but you just have to be aware of what's going on. So you know how it's going to affect you long term. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, when you're you're looking at it, so then when everybody comes to the closing table and I know one of the things that, you know, that I work very closely with you guys um, on when it comes to the closing is when we're working with a seller, for example, and the buyer has a lender. And a lot of times that lender does not want to communicate with me throughout the process. So you guys are the ones that are able to get in touch with them for me. Absolutely. So, so my job, in my opinion, is to make sure all parties are aware what's happening. So, because that, that is true. A listing agent shouldn't be talking to the buyer's lender. Some do, some don't, but this way I can act as the third party communicator and give them a heads up. If it looks like there's going to be a delay in closing or some other issue that could cause the property not to close when it's supposed to. Yeah. Because a lot of times it is that domino effect because it's like this person is buying that house and the person who's selling is buying another one and that person is doing another one. And it can be a huge domino effect that if things are not done timely, that it's a, it's kind of a nightmare. Yeah, it messes up more lives than just one. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I know that, you know, it's like people have their all of their stuff you know in a truck like outside of the closing office and all of that and I think um you know like the the biggest thing is that a lot of people like to close on Friday but if I I think if they're closing on Friday it's got to be early in the morning because there's too many times that something happens at the end that they need one more paper signed or something like that and then they're closed and you can't do anything until Monday right and um, people just really need to 
not close on Friday if at all possible, in my right. opinion. Absolutely. Then it gives them time to work on it. And then yeah. haven't lost the weekend for moving. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And, um, you know, really, until you own the property, you can't go in it because there's a lot of liability and a lot of things that could happen. So, you know, the Friday closings are definitely ones that everybody thinks they want, but not in my opinion. No, I I understand. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you guys do a great job, but when you're dealing with banks and that kind of stuff, you know, they go home at five o'clock or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you might've needed them to stay until five after and it's too late. Yeah, it's too late. Or you, or you're trying to get something done and the lender doesn't come in till noon because they're in California. Right. And then you need the wires. We need it by a certain time to be able to send it to the seller. And then that delays all that. So it's just a bunch of little things that cause problems. Right. So you want to make sure that you give yourself, you know, like a little bit of grace. You know, you want to make it so that you set it up so you can win. Absolutely. And that kind of stuff. Because like some things, it's completely outside of you guys' control. Because like you said, you know, when you're dealing with those California banks, which we do quite often, um, you know, they're far behind. And and basically, you know, when you have a question for them, like it's the day before closing and you want to know what's going on, you can't find out until the afternoon before closing. Right. And you're just kind of on pins and needles and there's no need for it. Absolutely. Yep. So in order to get in touch with us, or if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. Joining me today is Sandy Thompson from Equitable Title. And remember, if you want to reach us, you can call us at your home sold guaranteed realty at 407-566-2555 or you can call sandy at equitable title at 407-566-0776 so it's nice your phone number is not too much different than ours (laughs) absolutely and that makes it good so we're going to talk about a house that's on the market right now and uh, sandy will be closing it when it goes under contract so you'll be able to work with sandy on it Um, basically it is um, in the valencia hills so it's kind of up there off of Old Winter Garden um, and uh, right off of Good Homes and everything. The price of it is 390000 and it's got a pool. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so, um, you know, it's a three-bedroom, two-bath and has its own pool, brand-new roof, which is another really good thing mm-hmm. that we run into today because we run into insurance problems when they don't. And then the other thing that it has is, is a brand-new um, white um, PVC fence. It's oh. all around the property and everything too. So right. it's just, uh, it's, it's actually a great house. And like we talked about the median price of a single family home is four fifteen. So at three ninety, this is a great deal. Absolutely. And that's a nice area. Yep. So you can just go ahead and call us and get the information in order to get in touch with us. You can call 407-566-2555. You can find us online at central Florida, real estate radio.com. And we'll see you next week. Have a great one, everybody. Bye-bye.